Okay, Jason, we're recording. Get it going. All right, three, two, one. We're back. We're back in my courtyard. Dale Holmes, Jason Richardson, and uh, BMX Weekly Podcast. BMX Weekly Podcast. It's been... Uh, it's been several weeks. <laughs> I think I was just about to start Thanksgiving camp. My yeah. Thanksgiving, like, around the Grands time, because we definitely didn't talk about Grands. Um, so, yeah, since then, it's been quite a few things of, obviously, the Grands. I did my Thanksgiving camp, which was great. Super stoked. You you inked some deals. You Looks knew, like you got some deals done for your team. A few new changes. Yeah, yeah, definitely some sponsor change. Um, I'll start from the beginning, I guess, real quick, if I'm going to do a little self-promoting. Um, yeah, we had a good Thanksgiving camp. Super successful. Um, and then during that period, I did a, my first beginners league. I don't know if we talked about that last time with Tyler. We didn't talk about it. Yep. So we finished, um, our first beginners league, which was super successful and exciting. Just a response we got. So I was super stoked on that, um, joint venture with Tyler Brown. Um, we're definitely hoping to do more of that. And since that again, we've had Christmas, and just last week I finished my Christmas camp at San Diego BMX, which was um, again just super, just super excited. Our big, super exhausting. Yeah, super exhausting, and and just you know almost, um, yeah, just just. You had to work hard for that one because they just changed the track, San Diego BMX track. Just they just redid did a rebuild on that, and then it rained, yeah. <laughs> which is rare. Oh my god, yeah. So you you had the last minute punt and switch the go from monday to thursday to to uh tuesday to friday i believe exactly yeah it's going to originally it was going to be monday to thursday because of new year's eve so it was going to wrap up uh so everybody could do new year's and not have to come back and then you know we started watching the you know there's really not been any rain yet this year and we started seeing that first day of camp it was like it's going to be rain i'm like okay it's going to change it's going to change so just kind of paranoid looking at it for two weeks and then it you know got even you know the saturday before i'm like 80 percent, and then sunday and i'm like it still could change yeah so we had a little backup plan with tyler and um so anyway yeah we we, we pushed everything a day uh it rained so hard that first night it was uh the first day was really tough you know tyler was out of the track probably 15 hours uh working you know monday tuesday and um we got it done we got back on the track on uh Wednesday, Tuesday, we just kind of did our giveaways and did some stuff in the parking yeah. lot, foot down, and just kind of got through the day, um, and then we just hammered it for the rest of the week. So, yeah, super successful camp, with good numbers, good response, good retention, and... Um, you did a birthday party. You did a birthday yeah, party Yeah, no, I did, did, did my birthday, yeah, yeah, popped my birthday party cherry as well. <laughs> so, uh, our good friend Larry Canberra. That's right. You know, I've never done birthday parties. I know a lot of tracks do them around the country, and uh, Larry Canberra... Um, hit me up a while ago. He's like, I'm having a birthday party. I don't have enough bikes. Tyler doesn't have some bikes at the moment. Could you help me out? So, um, yeah, last Saturday I just, you know, I was still in camp mode. I just wrapped up camp. I'm like, oh, no problem. I just took the whole truck and keep the bikes in the trailer. Yeah, the I, kept, day. I kept the bikes in the trailer and it was really fun. Yeah. There was a good bunch of kids and I rode and very impressed with Larry's riding. He beat me to the first corner and I said, when was the last time you did gates up into the track? <laughs> it's like years ago. Wow. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, the fun people that don't well, know Larry. You know, TT and, TC and Bill knew how to pick him. Yeah, no, he's very talented. He was like good style still on his mountain yeah. bike. He was jumping. And, and for the ones that don't know, Larry Canberra rode for GT in the 90s. He was one of the amateurs on the team when I rode for GT. One of those just USA dominating amateurs. He rode for Haro, Robinson, and then obviously onto GT. CW. Oh, you see, that was Revcore, yeah. Oh, you see, that's the 80s, right? Haro, Robinson, GT. Yeah. So another one of the guys that just had a crazy amateur career. He's still riding a GT. He's riding a GT dirt jumper. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, he's super, super really good. Yeah. I said to Larry, "How old are you?" He's like forty. I couldn't believe he was forty. Yeah. And I said, "You need to race just to just to see what it looked like." Yeah, you know? yeah. So, so yeah, it was good. Did did my first birthday party. We had fun. He had a photographer there. One of the dads was a photographer, so he shot a bunch of cool pictures. I already posted a few already. Cool. And um, he did me a whole bunch of the kids. That I can use uh, on my archives. Well, you, know, you know, everywhere you go nowadays is a photo shoot. Yeah. It's social age. Yeah. And it's cool. So many photographers as well now, you know? So, yeah. like, I. Yeah. At uh, the opening day of the track on the first mm-hmm. in that evening, there was so much. There were so many pictures from that first day, the first day of practice in that pro am. Yes. Um, I kept seeing on Instagram. Obviously, my feed is you know biased <laughs> yeah but but yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of photos of um practice and mm-hmm. racing there's probably three or four people out there at kearney or excuse me at san diego bmx mm-hmm. taking pictures there's bmx photos i think he's on instagram he's uh one of and his, his wife was in my beginners league yeah and uh yeah super it's really looking in san diego a lot of photographers right now yeah so every time you go out to the track you you get home and somebody's took a shot so it's pretty cool and good yeah and there's some really really good photographers i have one of the uh, mom's in my camp um my wife's friend she's a photographer and she always comes and shoots at least one day of the week of camp so yep. super cool um what's been going on with you jason i just saw you was on uh, reynolds's uh youtube show that's right the real influencers project it's pretty I cool was, what he's doing yeah it's super awesome and it's good to see craig reynolds of reynolds racing mongoose standard who do you ride for back in the day mcs09 all the cool sponsors. He had some cool sponsors, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, cool to see him breaking out his interviewing skills, his TV host skills. Uh, he is a professional TV journalist, I would say, for sure. Definitely a <coughs> the game for everyone. But yeah, he has this thing every Sunday. Um, he interviews, and he has a YouTube channel, The Real, Influ- the Real Influencers Project. And every Sunday he releases a new interview with someone someone different mm-hmm. um so yeah it was fun to get on there and talk about what i do what i've done and what i think i want to do yeah yeah what uh how's everything else going on your side things are going good this year started off pretty pretty i don't say busy but pretty productive and busy um divide got my new number plate from divide that's it just just yeah. presented to today and the- presented to it me today so that's good i'm waiting on the rest of my my deal to come through yeah yeah we're just waiting for one more item bob Haro's <laughs> doing my hats and just through the covid christmas stuff yeah that everything else is done and the minute the hats are done i text them again this morning yeah. we're going to shoot over to cosman and uh get everything i have a 20 inch i built a 20 inch i saw that yeah i built a yeah. 20 inch i heard you're pretty good at it uh it doesn't feel like it i felt like i had to work very hard to go only <laughs> that I was not going very fast, and I had to work very hard to go that speed. Did you feel as fast as on your mountain bike? Could you tell which was faster? No, I actually, no, I didn't, surprisingly enough. Um, 
that Chase. So I got a bike from Chase, and it's awesome. Double it, XL, huh? Double XL. It might even be a triple XL. No more. It is awesome. I mean, disc brake and the tubing's amazing, and it's blue, so it's on brand. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really cool bike, and I say that because I think my last. Well, I rode I rode a GT, um, but I feel like this bike is uh, as probably as 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 modern as it gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is my first twenty inch in about three years, and um, it was difficult for me to ride, not because of the bike, but because of me. So when you've been riding my bikes riding nonstop, bags, haven't been getting gates. So, oh. but it was exciting to go to the track that was just built again and get on the gate again. I was on flat pedals, so that I always feel a little sluggish there too. But yeah. the bottom line is. I'm out of practice and I'm rusty. What, it was fun. What's uh, any plans to race? I don't know. Phoenix is in a few days. I don't think I'm going. I would have liked to because I love racing in Phoenix. I love racing under the lights there, but it's just it's just too soon. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty more races. You know, yeah. I'm sure there'll be some good state stuff coming up. State stuff. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing one national, but it's difficult too because I'm I'm only a Saturday guy anyway. Right. So. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do a three-day... State state racing in, in 40 plus is pretty good. It's almost as good as a national, you know? You get... Well, yeah, I would think so. You get six, seven, eight good guys, you know? So. Is it 40 plus at the state uh, No, whatever it is, you like know, 45, 40, 45 to... I bump up a class next year. Ah, so we would race each other. We'd race this year, yeah, so... Dude, that class is hard. There's some good dudes. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Good, good that you're on the 20-inch. Um, Grands, I guess, did you uh, watch? I did watch the Grands. What did you think? Three mains? Uh, I like three mains. They kind of always have three mains. I like first. three mains. That's yeah, good yeah. for the Grands. And especially since there's so little racing, mm-hmm. three mains is good. It's good drama. No real shock, though. Sure. Kind of Connor, Joris. Yeah. Battling for the title. Connor. Yeah. Connor handled it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jor- Joris is not easy to beat. No. So... You know, um, the women, that was the race. Seems like Felicia stepped it up a little Felicia bit. Felicia stepped it up a lot, and then Elise stepped it up when she had to. Yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. That's, that third main. That was a good little. Uh, um, made it happen, you know. So, yeah, I guess less, hopefully lesson learned by Felicia, but it was good racing. It was yeah. great racing. And so she left Supercross, and she's gone to... S squared. S squared with mm-hmm. Sawyer. Yeah. So, so he's building... Has built quite the, quite the formidable squad. There's been a few people that less left Supercross. It started with Cam, and then Felicia, I think, and then the Hulk, Akiva Hobson. Oh, okay, I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who did he go to then? Um, I feel like he went to Remix. Okay. Yeah. Huh. But I know Makiva also. Um, I feel like he finished school. He's in Vegas. College right? or something, and so he is. I don't know if he was weighing out other opportunities outside of the sport as it pertains to career and work or whatever. He's but Vegas, Vegas dude? He's Vegas, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think what, um, again, I should have really, really didn't prepare for this. Um, I don't know if we talked about it last time we did a podcast. The I guess we'll talk about it real quick just in case we didn't. The classes have changed now. There's no A pro. I think we did talk about it. A so little the, bit. Yeah, there's no A pro. So it was the first time there was... Uh, no, well, there was an A pro at the ground. There but was A pro at the ground. Phoenix this weekend yeah. the first one. So where Riley House was the A pro yes, guy. Yes, there was because he was whipping. He handled yeah. it. Yes. And obviously is double A. Yeah. Essentially, or elite. But this me. weekend is the first one where um, they're all lumped together. They're so. all lumped together. I. 
I'm going to preface this. I like the concept of a pro. Mm-hmm. I like that it's it's a minor league pro, mm-hmm. so to speak, and you earn your money and then you kind of work your way up. And I think and there was it was nice when you had that time where you could race a pro because maybe you did have a normal job or mm-hmm. didn't have a sponsor and you were too good to be amateur, but you know whatever. Um, you want to make a few bucks if you went to a race. Mm-hmm. That said, <laughs> racing has changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And pro racing has changed a lot, especially mm-hmm. in, well, everywhere. So I can see the reasoning behind making it one class. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially given how if you are um, 19, I'll say, um, and you want to race on a world level, you're, you're going to be racing elite anyway. Like Nick Long did. Nick Long was racing 1921X and then racing elite and making mains and... Won a World Cup. And won a World <laughs> Cup, you know, as a 19 expert. So granted, that's few and far between. But I guess my point is, um, you know, I, I just don't know that there's enough people to support... They will be April, in Phoenix this weekend, yeah. but I think it will maybe start mellowing. Yeah, but Who I knows? actually think it brings it'll bring more value. I think I could be wrong; wouldn't be the first time. But I think it'll bring more value to to racing pro. Mm-hmm. Um, because the other thing about a pro is it is minor league, yeah. <laughs> you know. So um, you know, there that now back in the day when there's the NBL side or in Europe super class. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of interesting, but I always with NBL Superclass was kind of funky. I think they were just trying to do what they that's when it's like in BJ Europe. Wildman, yeah, Smucker, um, Barry McManus, Barry McManus, was the dude, like, yeah, he yeah. was Brian the Foster. Guy. I think won it one year as well. Foster, yeah. yeah. But it was weird to have a Superclass title. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought uh, I liked it because I followed them guys because yeah. that's we was on the same path as as all those guys with Barry and and, yeah. and um, Wildman and obviously Brian Foster. In Europe, it works because Superclass, um, and that goes from Superclass was in the 80s right through to whenever it turned, you know, turned into Elite, whenever it did in the 90s. Uh, I liked it because it was a Superclass race if there's enough guys there to do it. But if there weren't, you could go back to amateur. Even I could go and do regional races, which is yeah. like state races. And my local races, I could race 17 yeah. plus. And even at local races and state races, non-nationals, I would race 17 plus and yeah. sometimes a Superclass at the so same, that makes, so same as day. A, yeah, you know? so as a de- and I didn't know that yeah. literally until today that that was what you guys could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the U.S., I, I don't know if that was the case. I feel like it wasn't because Superclass was such its own thing. Mm-hmm. It was basically another name for A-Pro. Yeah, was, I think know. they raced A-Pro than um, dudes did from the yeah. NBA. But uh, I don't know. I I think it's kind of... If now, if you were to have something like that, you'd have a lot of <laughs> a lot of amateurs complaining about these pros coming back down, coming back down yeah. to race them. And, you know, let's be real. Everybody... I mean, come on. It's 40... I race. We both race forty six to fifty expert. Right. Like how ridiculous is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, everyone wants their own class. Pretty soon it'll be forty six to forty seven expert. You know, yeah. so everyone. But you know, it, I guess the more the more nag plates you can give out, the more mains people can make, the more they're going to be engaged. I I'm not going to hate on that. No, I think the older classes should be a bit... Again, I'm talking more stakes. Yeah. I do more state races. But sometimes I'll do a state race, and like I say, there's five or six guys, and then there's one age group after me, which is 50 to whatever it is, 50, 50 to 60, whatever. There's three or four. I'm like, why don't you just put us all together? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think I did one race um, 
It was Gold Cup. That was a Gold Cup. Currently won the San Diego BMX. Yeah, no, it was it is a Chula last year. Oh, okay, we both did it. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. lockdown. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things were normal. that was a good race. That was Hall of Fame weekend. But yeah. I, yeah. but I only raced two guys. Yeah, and I would have, and I didn't know this, but I could have raced open. Right. But I didn't know that it was open wheels as well. But right. yeah, I would have much rather raced eight guys or have two gates, whether they were younger or older or whatever, yeah. than just two other guys on the gate with me. That you know, yeah, was not a good look. It was fun, but no, I agree. Yeah. I think definitely with the older guys, they should put them all together. Um, I guess we'll see. I think Phoenix is going to be a success no matter what. It's always a big race. It's a season opener. It's an outdoor party. Yep. The, all yep. the stuff we've all said. So I think, but maybe it would. Yeah, it'll probably get smaller as the year goes, you know. I guess we'll wait and see if it works. I liked A-Pro because for me living in England, I could come out, yeah. make a few bucks, you know, pay for some flights but and I, stuff and but go I shopping th- and go I home. Think, I think that issue is already taken care of because if it's not a pro series race, you can still, I think, have a pro open. Yes, I think so. And I think even this weekend, I'm not sure, I think the pros race on Friday and Saturday, and I think there is... A pro open on Sunday, unless somebody says yeah, perfect. Some, so if there's enough people yeah. to make a class, but the problem is they won't. If there's no class, they can't race. No. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, talk. Okay, UCI World Cup. You talk to them guys. What's going on with all that? I still haven't seen any uh, World Cups posted yet. So the last I heard was there may be three events. They're tentatively penciled in, I believe, um, and. Three events, did I say that? Yeah. I would imagine, no dates. I think we're going to find out something, at least I was told we would find out something this month. I don't know when this month, mm-hmm. um, if they're going to happen. But the the locations are not typical stops. <laughs> like, not typical stops at all. Um, and I... I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to do what Tony D used to do back in the day and just tell you that I can't tell you. It <laughs> sucks, and I'm sorry. Um, but, but yeah, they're not typical stops, so it's not like it's... Well, I heard Stuttgart, right? It's one. Um, Is it Stuttgart, Germany? Wherever, yeah, wherever that's Graf one of rides. them. Yeah, that's one of them. And then there's, there's another one that's South America, and then another one that's... Eh, the, debatable, if you want to consider it, Europe or the Middle East. So. Is that the, what, the track that... The, that's appeared like a few months ago i don't know yeah i, th- I feel like i not what's his name french guy clarte was working on it or riding there it, or it's something. the guy that was good in elite he built it yeah pro tracks hamon thomas hamon yeah. he built it yeah he builds a lot of tracks i, I saw it track. i saw it first on linkedin because yeah. i'm on linkedin and i follow him and i was like so i started looking at it and that's when i put it on bmx weekly yeah. facebook and it got up quite a lot of comments yeah. and stuff my only thing is to that and there's some people are totally for it new place new country and i, I was reading the you know, and obviously you've got people that say it's stupid. My thing is, let's circle back in a year. What see see what what happened there? Is there a is there a local program there? I mean, I have no idea if there's BMX. Yeah, there, and you, know? you know, and it's interesting because I'm I'm all for going somewhere new just for the adventure. Right, <laughs> that's my selfish side. I for the sport, I like it because it's new. Right, it right. will introduce people to the sport or give them exposure to it. The question is, um, is there an afterthought? Well, not only that. What's the what are the barriers to entry mm-hmm. in that region, right? What meaning? Okay, if you have a track with a big hill, is there a small one? Is there a pump track next to it? Do mm-hmm. you, you know? Is there a club or a club 
systems set up where they can yeah. have, where they have easy access to bikes to where you know someone doesn't have to buy a bike those types of things that would foster yeah, a bit yeah. of a, a bit maybe of, there isn't yeah. we just yeah, but yeah it'd be we nice just don't know. Yeah. yeah when they do post that kind of stuff these new tracks it'd be good to have yeah. that information then it it makes you make your judgments a little bit easier you know yeah but i if, mean i mean clearly we see where i mean i guess where the olympics were in china i mean it's pretty pretty bad you mm-hmm. go back to the old venues are pretty bad mm-hmm. um rio that venue is pretty bad i mean but bmx exists there um is it as strong as it is in Colombia or Argentina? Probably not, but but it, it exists there. So breakdancing's in now. Have you got any moves, dude? Yeah. If it was nineteen eighty-five, five, I might have had a few moves for it. My neck and my BMX back might not, but I can still. I could, you know, Robbie Miranda posted a picture of me. I saw literally it, yeah. doing a windmill. Was that like an after party? After right? party in right. Colombia, right? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, not the world's in Columbia. Miranda just busted out like a oh, 24 hours just, of classics. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, Breakdancing, Break Olympics. Dancing. But you made me forget about something, man. You was talking about um, you being a breakdancer. Yeah, well, it's not how... Oh, yes. Yeah, so now... So... What's his name? Ozone. He just died. Away. I saw that. Oh, I got a in a little uh, rabbit hole. I went into YouTube and started. He that, still looked good as well, didn't he? He's a good-looking guy. You yeah, know who yeah. he always reminded you. me of back in the day? No, Pistol P. Long yeah, no, no, no. Yes. When I was looking, I'm like, Pistol CW. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. looked so... The mustache. The, and yeah. the smile and yes. the confidence. I'm like... Yeah. Even I remember when that movie came out back in the 80s right. thinking... Pistol. Is that P- well? It's yeah. the same time, probably the it's same, the same yeah. time, same yeah. look. So I did th- when I went down that rabbit hole last week. I'm like pistol. But anyways, yeah. it's yeah. it's a bummer. It's a bummer that he's. Uh, I'm sure those two dudes away. would have probably been good at part of the you know the Tony Hawk for race. Oh, for, for, for sure. For skateboarding or the you know for sure um, for the part of the Olympic thing. You know, yeah. So that yeah. that was sad because I you watch some of those songs and clips. They're still good. They're I think. still you classic. Know? But yeah. the classic movie. So that was um, that was breaking. Yeah. But the classic movie is Beat Street. Okay, I don't yeah, like Breaking. Deep. Yeah. Breaking was like... Shaka Khan, though. Yeah, and all yeah, yeah. Breaking was very yeah. commercialized and cheesy. Right. Beat Street was oh, an right. actual story. Is it worth and watching? It mm. is good, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm, Anyways. Maybe I'll check it there out. There you go. There's I'm, my hip-hop I'm in the, <laughs> history. I'm in the middle of... Uh, are you watching Cobra Kai? I watch it on Pass By. My kid, uh, right. my son. It's my cheesy, been, but it's good. It is good. Yeah. You know what's it, good about it? Is yeah. That Johnny guy is yeah. such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. He's such a jerk. Yeah. But it's like, he's likable. Right, yeah. Which no. is so painful. I love it. I can't get enough of it. But yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm deep in the new one. Yeah, just and came they keep out. bringing, and now yeah. they're bringing, and I guess the new series they're bringing back all the, all the people. Elizabeth Shue is about to pop in any second. I'm yeah, on, yeah, I'm yeah. on the third, uh, what episode of the new series? Mm. So every night I sit for an hour Elizabeth and, and, and watch about it. To pop in, yeah, yeah. So we'll see who gets anybody hooks up with her. Um, what else, Jason? Um, what? Oh, we're, oh, speaking of Brazil, real quick, because I, t- I mentioned Rio, mm-hmm. Resende. I saw some Renato, new sponsors. Yeah, in he left. I don't know if he GT. left GT, but they parted ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for everything. Yeah, yeah, thanks for uh, everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they parted ways, but I guess... And actually, it's a pretty good video. Um, and he talks about... Renato Resende talks about how he started racing and how he there was all these brands and he got the opportunity to ride for these brands that were not, um, you know, 
big international brands like I think I think he mentioned Haro and GT or Chase and then GT mm-hmm. and then he's bringing it back home. So there's a new brand called PKS. I don't know what. Oh, it's a new brand, for. is it? I don't know if it's new. Yeah. New to us. I mean, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, when I say new to us, not just Americans. It, Seems like it's new to most people. I don't. I've never heard of it. Maybe yeah. it's like a GW in Brazil. I right. don't know. But it's a Brazilian brand, PKS, and and yeah, it looks like he has. A I saw full, his jersey had a bunch car. of sponsors. On oh, it. dude, he's so pro. Yeah, he is so pro. All the massive yeah. sponsors. Yeah, good for him. I mean, yeah. you know, he he figured it out. Yeah, yeah, it's another guy that you forget that still races, you know. Yeah. But still, oh, you, I used to like his good little track rider. Want He's a good track rider. Yeah, yeah. Social's good. He puts out. He puts out good content. He's great hair. Great hair. Um, I saw a comment on the Grands. After the Grands, I was reading all Chase's stuff and that, and I saw Connor put on one of the... I think it was Connor. I'm, I'm sure it was Connor that put it, or Pete. I think it was Connor. He says, Chase, uh, greatest pro team ever, which I thought, oh, that's, that's a good little one debate. Of. Yeah, one, one of. of. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yes. you've already been talking about some other great pro teams. Yeah, because you... I mean, if we're just going to go our era... And, and I'll pick the 90s era mm-hmm. that I was part of. I would say Schwinn. Schwinn, oh yeah. Or GT. Hang on, so Schwinn was... Schwinn or GT. But Pol- Sh- Pole Camp. Pole Camp. Foster Foster. Foster Bogey. Givens. Strelecki. Strelecki, yeah. Turson. Meadows. Oh shit, I forgot. The other guy from Riverside rode from as well. <laughs> Marius said, some guy came to my house and painted my house and he told me he used to be really good. The other guy from Riverside? Yeah, he was like amateur. It was kind of a Meadows amateur dude. Um, oh. McTaggart? McTaggart. Ryan McTaggart. McTaggart. Yeah. yeah. He was on Haro. Was he Schwinn? Or he, sure was, he was on, he Schwinn, was for on a Schwinn for like a, a little split. bit. Yeah, anyway, yeah. he was a guy that came and painted Myers' yeah. garage. and he just, was, But you know what? <laughs> but but that's like, that was an image and results team. Tony Schwinnaka as well. He's a driver. yeah. That was image and results. Then you had just straight results, which mm-hmm. was you guys on GT. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying GT, if you want to count Robinson and Powerlet. But. You had that. I mean, Powerlight itself was pretty strong. All of it. The firm. And then you had DK. DK. Because Robbie and Neil held it down. Yeah. And what's his name? Uh, Dusty. Uh, Dusty. But who's the other Fonz. Nate Fonz. Nate Fonz. Yeah. And then... Um, A couple of amateurs come and go. Before Neil and Robbie, yeah. it was Morales and um, I think... Yokelette. Yokelette. Yeah, yeah. He was on DK. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a great protein. Well, it was them two, and then it went I just, to... No, they have Image, for sure. Yeah, no. They... And Yokolet, but I felt like it, it, Robbie and Neil definitely bumped yeah. up. Well, if that had been social media, or even like... But if it was say, social yeah, media, yeah. if it was social media, then Morales and Yokolet all Yokolet day long, rad, they're, yeah. they're still rad. There's one picture of him doing a big, like... Well, Yokolet still posts, and he still rides. Mm. Do you remember that big, like, Can-Can, McGrath? He had that huge... Snap. Was it a can can or not? I know it was kind of a mag- this mag- full. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah he was and rad, then, and he had a turn down that was just ridiculous. Mm. Um, Yokolet, and then other pro teams. Who else was? If we go in the eighties, Haro was that good teams. Haro. Even Haro's later on. You with but Nick and Kalen, Huffy, Huffy, Stumpy, Schmidt, TL, Corey, Nasty, yeah. Um, I'm forgetting someone. They had a freestyle team as well. Yeah, like a whole like. Uh, Jay Myron was yeah. on one of Oh, Sanchez? Sanchez came up. And then, uh, I don't know. But as far as, but, but, you know, Joris and Connor, man. I mean, they've won a lot of titles for sure. <sighs> Banged out a lot. New era for sure. For sure. Uh, free agent. We had a pretty good team as well. Maris, Kyle, Maris. Christian, you. Connor was Willers? on. Willers? 
Willis. I mean, yeah. If you, Willis, we count the world if, team. If you include the world team, I mean, Caroline Buchanan, <laughs> Marion Pajon for like a month. Yeah. Um, Willis. We had all kinds of people. Romeo Marino. Yeah. We had six people in the first yeah, Olympics. There was a lot of people. Kelvin Beatty. Who was the Colombian guy? Oh, Jimenez. Jimenez, yes. He could yeah. pass anyone. Yeah, six riders. I guess he races vet now? I guess he was at the grounds. I heard his name. I just couldn't work out which one it was. That's crazy. Yeah. But I will, I will say this. I think um, – I don't know what the criteria is for greatest pro team. But if it is based on wins, yeah. then it's definitely Chase – which is amazing because it's two of those guys. Yeah. NGT. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Right? What about 80s teams? Diamondback. You had Diamondback. Hair, GT again. GT again. Haro again. Haro again. Was there any other? Schwinn. I mean, there's so many. Seed- Patterson, you, you know. Dude. Patterson. Patterson Anderson. I would say Patterson is like, closer to Joris yes. and Connor. Because Patterson's and Rich Anderson. Two guys, and they won everything. Mm-hmm. They won a lot. I Red think line. one year, the brothers got one and two. Mm-hmm. That's just... And race cruisers. John Cruz, was he on that team yeah, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a whole nother, yeah, if you talk 80s, we'd have to do some real research. But, I mean, looking at the magazines, it seemed like some badass teams. Yeah, but the result from a results perspective, I think Connor and Joris might have the title. You going to let them have it? Yeah, we'll let them have it. They got that. Let's talk about um, some of the pros oh, doing some... sorry, I got to know, so shout out. I got to say that I've been really appreciating Connor's social. Yeah. And I like when he... Goes through an old, does an old race. Oh, and uh, announces The race it. review. Mm-hmm. The race review. And TL does a great job, too, of announce just an, <laughs> yeah. talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wildsman's but hilarious. But I do like, I'd like Connor's, you know, call up a buddy and then go through an old lap, which is pretty cool. Right. It's really fun. It'd be good if they did that with more people, like, you know, like, calling old pros and yeah. doing that, you know, would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, definitely Connor's done good during the, the, the lockdown mm-hmm. year of. Um, social and interesting. Yeah, he stepped it up. I mean, he's he's legit. Another guy I like to follow is uh, the Niels Bensink. Yeah, you do, don't you follow I him? I don't follow him. So he's Dutch. Right it now. seemed like he was on the Dutch national team. I don't know too much. And then he kind of he did the pump track, and he has a a, a a pump track in his back garden. He puts on little yeah, events, yeah. and then I saw like he's left the national team, but he's doing mountain kind of the Barry Nobles type yeah. thing. Um, and then I saw he was. I guess he dates a Canadian BMX girl. And uh, they moved to Canada, or he's gone to Canada. Okay. And he'd left, um, he was riding for Maybell. So anyway, I thought that was kind of cool, watching him. And then I um, saw Nick Long and Picardo did that. Um, Santa Jam. Santa Jam, that was Yeah, it, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, looked like a good turnout yeah, that, for that. that was a good time. I didn't go. I wanted to, but I, I didn't go, but it looked great. Yeah, um, yeah. And fun. Looks like they get, they had prizes, they had contests. Um it seems like some of the pros are actually doing some out of the out of the box stuff. I think they're you bored. Know? Yeah, <laughs> you can only train so much, I guess, before mm-hmm. um, and not race. But I guess now that racing started, and no, oh, it's good. It's good. We had the pro am, obviously, at uh, San Diego BMX last weekend. Record numbers. I think it was sixty four motos. Um, they 64 had motos at a local race. Pro girls was won by um, Tyler's rider Delaney Vaughn. Yeah. Um, Lauren Reynolds hole shotted though she crashed in the first corner kind of slid out looked like dirt corner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then men's was uh, Larson Joris and Bacardo one two three yeah, seemed like a pretty that's legit a pretty main solid main and Romy Mackey was there and who else James Palmer Palmer yeah that was Nick Long didn't make the hard, main so that's shows, a hard race yeah yeah definitely some some good some of them fast damages I saw in some of the videos oh, he didn't make the main he must have been in the, he must have been in the first 
the first group, not the second group. Right. Well, I saw, I wrapped up my camp that same day. So when we was wrapping up Friday afternoon about three o'clock, we were just um, giving out trophies and stuff and them guys are starting to come in. And I was worried because I've got my trailer and yeah. stuff and people are coming in quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, even though I'd like to stay and watch, I needed, you know, wanted to get out of there. It's just been a long week. Um, but I was like struggling to get out of there. Yeah. People, they were coming in thick and fast. And then obviously I was watching it on social media Friday night. And then when Tyler said 64 motos, which is crazy for a, you know, midweek, yeah. um, New Year's Day. Well, they had this great practice. They did. What time did you stay there till then? I left pretty early. I didn't like that there was. I personally, I just was too many people. Yeah, so yeah. I had to get out of there, but um, but yeah, they split practice between fourteen and over and thirteen and under and um, two rounds. But I got out of there probably right around. Like if I got there at three, I probably left at five. Yeah, well, that's still great. Seems yeah. like. Uh, I can only take so much anyway, personally, just because, just getting back on the 20-inch canals. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want to wear out my welcome. Right. Um, what else can we talk about? Um, do you watch, or do you look at Crazy Al Kane's page? I do look at Crazy Al Kane's page. It looks like he has a Crazy Al Kane 20-inch bike double reviews. XL bike reviews. He does reviews. Yeah, he and... does reviews. He does uh, the whip of the year, I believe, was a was a, this crazy-looking carbon scud. He does videos, like yeah. YouTube videos. Check, check it out. It's sugarcane.com. Yeah, he's, I've been yeah. featured on sugarcane. Right. Yeah. Well, he used to interview us yeah. in South Park, whenever yeah. it was, 15, 20 years yeah. ago. And um, he, he always had a camera then mm-hmm. doing, like, cool little, like, interviews and stuff. Yeah, his energy's um, great. Yeah. He's a real fan. He really loves the New sport. York, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, no. It was on Reynolds's show, so I yeah. listened to that as well. So it's pretty cool. He's got, you know, he's got a little, he's got a little frame brand he does, yeah. and yep. t-shirts, and just kind of doing a little bit of fun stuff. You know, I think think he's got his own little cool little thing he does. You know, yep. so definitely worth checking out um, on that. I was listening to uh, this is I wrote this down a while ago, thinking we was going to do a podcast before, but we didn't. But I kept the notes. Um, I was listening to Paul Pemex, um and they were still talking about, they're always talking about the motocross industry. When I'm listening to them a lot, I try and relate a lot of what they say to BMX, mm-hmm. and obviously at a smaller scale. Um, some of the stuff they were talking about, one, um, I don't know what it was now, a month or two ago, they were talking about who controls, and everything they said, I'm like, oh, same question for BMX, like, so I'll ask you. Who controls the industry standards for BMX racing? Mm. I don't know. Right, Do right. The UCI, USA BMX. Depends what you're racing. Yeah. Or where you're racing, maybe. And then they said, who, 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 this is what they're talking about in motocross, supercross, who represents the riders? Same in BMX. Who represents the riders? No one. I know there's some kind of UCI board thing, yeah. but I'm sure they just kind Sarah of... Sarah Walker. They just toe the line with whatever's going on, I'm sure. Isn't that Sarah and Liam? I have no idea. I have no idea anymore either. Yeah. Is there any power or leverage, you'll say, in motocross, supercross? Is saving BMX? Is there any power or leverage apart from a rant on Facebook that lasts an hour? No. You know? Um, and where does it need to be as an industry? Where, mm. where does BMX rate? So so little pieces of everything, yeah, yeah. you know? I just thought all those kind of questions, I thought, oh, that's kind of good for BMX as well, you know? Yeah, you know who I follow who is a great follow from the motocross world is Ryan Hughes. Yeah, no, I follow him. <laughs> <laughs> He's very passionate. Oh, we're sponsored by Ryan, uh, yeah. Rhino Power oh, now. Cool, yeah. Just cool. Got, yeah. Um, but I love his, I like listening to his, yeah, his training stuff mm-hmm. and his, cause a lot of it's mindset stuff, but a lot of it's also really applies to BMX from a, yeah, he got, he, he from got, a body yeah. standpoint. But, um, he was talking about, you know, he was talking about, the, how good the bikes have gotten mm-hmm. and that they're 
they're so good that you really can hurt yourself yeah not knowing what you're doing it's even more important to know what you're doing because because the bikes are built way better than you can ride them mm-hmm. um and i would even argue that in bicycles too to a certain degree mm-hmm. uh my bike is aluminum i'm happy it's aluminum i don't think i need it to be carbon i don't think i need you know like if mm-hmm. it was any lighter than it already is i would probably kill myself hitting a double yeah um and i think i can ride so it's funny when you say where the industry needs to be because as a from a racing standpoint you know and i've been one of the people who you know have complained i've been one of the people who've been critical about aba or nbl or whatever but i dare say given at least in the u.s given what everyone's went through and how how there's no bikes on the shelves anymore and how there was 64 motos at least at Kearney B, uh, at San Diego BMX I'd say that the industry's probably in a better place than it's ever been mm-hmm. and racing by by default will have another shot in the butt mm-hmm. you know, or, or got another shot in the yeah, butt yeah yeah definitely so, I mean I just know from, from Haro and yeah you're just talking to you know our friends down there you know there's people yeah. involved yeah. everyone's yeah. out yeah. so the know? question is where, where, how does a rider, if this is what you want to do for a living, make a living doing mm-hmm. doing that? Where, where do you provide value? And I think the other question is, um, you know, what is what does racing racing look like in the next? Um, well, I don't want to say it. Yeah, well, I'll call it next Olympic cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what? What does that look like? All these new people coming in, do they stay in? How long do they stay in? Because I'm also seeing a lot of mountain bike people at the track. And when I say mountain bike people, I mean people on mountain bikes riding Mm -hmm. and happy to just go out there for fun and ride. And then the people who, um, this one guy who I ride with on Tuesday nights in San Leo Hills, he's like, hey, Jason. (laughs) I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, Yeah. at the track. And Mm -hmm. he, you know. He came out there with mountain bikes, and then he was there the next week after you know after Christmas, and he had a BMX bike, and his two kids had BMX bikes, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean that's great. I sold a bike, you know. I yeah. got a just because I get so many questions from my campers wanting bikes and stuff, so I just buy a bunch from Haro and just have them on tap ready. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, a, a family came over, contacted me a couple of days ago, like, "Hey, want to get a bike? Can we come over?" So yeah. Um, so anyway, same thing. Got a mountain bike. Been to the track. Talked to Tyler. Tyler was out of bike, so he gave him my number and uh, bought a race bike, you know, yeah, so cool. and they came from mountain biking, you know. So yeah, it's, so, uh, I mean, the little local pump track trail dirt jumps that are yeah. two miles from here, they're always, every time I go there, someone's there riding yeah. or building. Oh, my, a lot of my campers I get from, you know, the, the, the I've met them at the pump track or <laughs> we've crossed paths, they, they saw Pat Dodio, mm-hmm. I sponsor, he's always every, you know, he's always somewhere and... Um, he's really good at you know speaking up what I do in that. So, yeah. so a it's lot coming of, back around. Yeah, yeah. I think it's coming back around. Um, yeah, I where do but those are good questions that Pulp MX poses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got to think that I got to think it's you know if it's hard for a BMX guy to or person to make a living, it's got to be just as hard as for an MX guy. There's probably you know the the very few people at the tippy tippy top that make a lot and then everyone else is just kind Struggling. of scrapping for whatever they can get. Yeah. But, you know, motorcycles is still a huge compared to bikes, mm-hmm. you know, tires and exhausts and yeah. suspension and gear, all that stuff is just the the numbers are compared to BMX seem astronomical. But I think they're going through the same thing as like they're out of bikes and everyone's buying motorcycles and I think they're the 
the vibe I get anyway from listening to some podcasts and stuff that they're kind of people are buying that stuff as well, you know. And the same with the gear, you know. Mm-hmm. I know 100. Yeah, they're pretty cleaned out on for the last, you know, since all this COVID stuff. So yeah, so that's how, that's how that you then you get that to to the track now, into it to really, you know, turn into races, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. It's definitely going to be interesting. It's a shame the Olympics didn't get done and wrapped up last year. Then this year, everybody would have been probably down to, you know, if there was no COVID to, you know, yeah. uh, the next, the next was going to start, you know, but obviously. Yeah, we're kind of. Olympics is lingering again. We're still kind of finishing off 2020, right? Yeah, I mean, I already <laughs> saw the 200 days till. Yeah. Till the. Till the Olympics, you know, so we have to kind of go through. I, I would kind of think, I mean, call me superstitious, but I'm kind of, I'm, I kind of think you're better off just not counting down. I'm yeah. not saying don't prepare. I'm just right. saying <laughs> keep the countdown to yourself. Right, you right. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, is there anything else we need to touch on? Uh, I'm looking at my notes it's from podcast that we never did. I always write notes on podcasts and then we don't do them. I don't know. Is there anything you want to say, Jason? No, see, so the Grands, you know, that happened. Um... I think I again. I well, I'm sponsored by the. I'm gonna yeah, Sauce well, BMX. So my team stuff I posted on Instagram um, yesterday. I'm not running the horror. You know, I've always done the horror factory amateur team for the last three or four years. It was a junior development team, then it turned into the the horror amateur team. Um, I've stopped doing that from um, the start of this year, and I'm setting up more. I'm going back to my old kind of model of uh, co-sponsors, mm-hmm. a little satellite type yeah. team. So. Um, as of now, you know, we're going to, uh, my friend Pat Doty, he's, he's, he's kind of hooked up with me and, and Horror. We're going to use Horror bikes, but kind of more, uh, Source BMX is coming in as more nice. as, as a sponsor and I'm going to kind of do divide a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I'm looking for, uh, potential I heard budget for an, for a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put it on Instagram. A couple of guys hit me up already and, um, uh, it's funny cause I say, you know, the few people I was like, well, put it in an email send me, send me some information and, uh, as of now. You know, two guys, elite guys who didn't send me an email. So I don't know if they're just breezing through Instagram and try it, or I don't think people follow through as much now, or or what. But anyway, there's no rush. Doesn't matter if I get uh, if I hook somebody up now or um, further down the line. You know, the key is just to sponsor the right person. You know, so. Um, well, what does the right person do? I guess somebody that just wants to do everything. You know, race, race, just be out there, have some fun, have some fun, social media give back uh clinics you know just I, th- I think now you have to do kind of mini ve- mini barry nobles type rider you know yeah. somebody that does a little bit of everything you know is mm-hmm. uh is a way those guys can can make money and make it work like i say there could be some good opportunities coming up now with you know it seems like like what you just said people are buying bikes and stuff so you can translate that into uh more money for the pros to make and more um more stuff in the industry for the people to make a living would be cool, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. So let's wrap it up. Uh, one thing I did, Chad Reed thought was pretty cool is uh, kids race. They're into it. They're really into it. They're yeah, into if you it. follow him I, on Instagram. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This might be a... Well, anyways, I don't know where I saw it, but I saw them doing gates in their driveway. They got a gate for Christmas. <laughs> I feel like I know everything because I follow yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's, all you're in when you get a, when you practicing gate starts. You're in. Well, I talked to Pete, you know, because obviously they're, they're hooked up with Chase. He said he's super nice. He doesn't ask for crazy stuff or nothing. He just like I just want to buy it for my kids and a good brand and some support. And and it's not, you know, he said it's super easy and 
mellow and he says they almost do more than they ex- you know not even expect but would right. think what you know he's got the t- like send me some t-shirts i'll wear them and just like super cool you know yeah where so, do they live uh somewhere south of north, carolina. north carolina somewhere by rock hill that way okay north yeah. carolina yeah yep. so i thought that was pretty cool um, all right, that's it. I don't think it. nothing else to say. Oh, I do. Oh, I supported. I supported the Source BMX. Oh, okay, cool. I bought some spokes from them. Oh, you did. I need some hubs. What? What? Recommend me. Profile. Profile. Yeah. Are they like same thing? Hard to get now? Or um, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I say that, but I, I did have to wait a while for my right. hubs. But um, but man, I swear, from the last profile hubs that I had, jeez, that free wheel is. Whatever they did with the engagement seems right. really good. Um, but yeah, I bought spokes from the Source BMX be- and I built my wheels. What rims do you use? I use Alien Nation Skylark. They're freestyle rims uh-huh. and they're technically they're front wheels, so they're not made for brakes because uh-huh. I have a disc brake. That's okay. Little, little well, my next bike that I'm building now, I've got discs for. Oh yeah, so that's the uh, hack. Mm. You put you put two front you you put a front wheel on both you know front and back because you don't need a. Uh, okay. Yeah, but the Skylark is a little bit beefier than the one, the other skinny one that most guys. Well, I'm not. Front. I'm going to take it to the bike shop, but I just need to. I'm I'm slowly gathering. I've got, got a new rim sponsor. So, oh, I so, saw that. Yeah, I saw so that. I need to get some hubs to uh, to go with that. So another You'll shout be out on to carbon rims, right? No, they make um, Ali um, aluminium aluminium rims as well because that's why I went through all the thing before I hit up Pete. Oh. I'm like, all I'm seeing is carbon, and then I saw we make aluminium. Oh, okay. Uh, aluminum. Um, so anyway, well, had I known, I would have supported that, but. Anyway, yes, I need some hubs, so I will uh, ask you for more information when we finish recording. All right, that's it. Nothing else to uh, say for now. Um, Cool. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. Cheers.